Hello listeners, and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 31. The lawyer in the fashionable suit chuckles to himself as he straightens his cuffs, like rats in a cage. Now for the fun part. With a final smirk, he turns to head back into the hallway, looking back Reed at the- Reed is not gonna let him out of that room. Oh, uh, well, you wanna try attacking him? You've got your rippers? Yeah, straight up, start slashing at him. Ride or die. Okay, go ahead and roll an attack on him. 19. He gets an 18 to evade. <laughs> so you do six damage, but melee only ignores half armor, so uh, he doesn't actually take any damage from your first swipe. And while we're at it, you wanna roll your second attack as well? Plus uh, 16. 16, that wins. Uh, seven. So Reed, you lunge with your rippers. It turns out as you were probably expecting, this suit is body armor. Yeah. Your rippers still manage to cut through it and you take a big gash out of his shoulder, but it's really not doing that much damage on him. He's got the door partway open as you do this and he stops and sort of turns around with a almost an offended look in his eyes. And he goes, I guess you don't want to participate then. And he holds the very heavy pistol less than five meters away from your chest. Oh no. And it empties it into your chest. Can I dodge? Yeah, you can try, sure. 23. Wow. wow. Okay. Never mind. 24. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. You take 15 points of damage. How much armor do you have? I am not wearing armor. Oh. Because I was arrested recently. That's right, yeah. That's a full 15 points of damage. Nobody hurts my family. Sees a whole bunch of these bullets straight in the reed's chest and legs. And hand on the door, partially open. He steps out and he says, Let me know when you've made your decision. I only need one of you. You motherfucker! The door shuts behind him. Reed! I like immediately dash over to Reed and begin doing some first aid. Reed probably is gonna try and push Mavis away. All right, Mavis, you go up to try and give medical attention to Reed, and Reed shoves you out of the way. Fuck it, don't be a stupid asshole, Reed. He just turned your chest into mincemeat. The fuck do you want? Just gonna walk around, skin flapping off, you idiot. I'm gonna get one of you out of here at least. <laughs> Fucking hell, do I come up to you in a gunfight and go, oh my God, Reed, you can't shoot him like that. You're shooting him all wrong. Sit the fuck down and let me take a look at you. He sort of looks up at the other two. I'm a call crimson. I draw my sword and back into a corner. Sedoy <laughs> <laughs> is backed into a corner, eyes wide and holding her sword, pointing it at everyone. I grabbed my agent and uh, dialed the number for crimson again. All right, you dial the number for crimson. It goes. Please hold for just a second. Crimson's just not quite available right now. Holding. Sadoy. I so you better fucking give that lawyer his fucking chip. I am not going to die in this shitty police station. I don't have it on me, and 
only one of us gets out apparently so i'm calling the only thing we have that resembles backup tell me where the fucking chip is did you not listen to that guy none of us are getting out of here alive okay i'm getting out alive if i get that chip oh my fucking god for someone so smart you're so goddamn stupid sometimes sador i don't want to die in a police station well maybe don't stab a fucking cop i am not in the I am... I'm... I'm scared, okay? I know you're scared. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Even if one of us calls, he would need the biometric stuff of all of us to actually open the container. Give me an acting check. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, you're thinking he's still listening, of course. That's pretty good. All right. You say it very convincingly. The living biometrics. <laughs> I'm real glad you store your data chips in something like that. Where the hell did you get my bio data? <laughs> Reed, how many times have I cut you open since we met each other? Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You don't even need to ask a question like that. <laughs> So, Mavis, you've gone to go and attempt to patch up Reed a little bit to stop him from the very heavy bleeding that he's doing. Reed is not letting you do this, however. Well, I ain't gonna fucking force ya. Fuck it. He can bleed. <laughs> Iso, you've been on hold waiting for Crimson this entire time. Mm -hmm. Finally, the smooth, suave voice comes back in over your phone. Crimson's now available. What can I do to help you? How's the mission going? Uh, hey, 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 Crimson, um, uh, MedTech lawyer showed up, uh, we're locked in, uh, can you make anything explode? A MedTech lawyer showed up. There seems to be a bit of confusion on the other end, and then, well, that is unexpected. Yeah? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think this falls outside of the agreement that I had with Charlene. So I'm sorry to say this, Iso, but I think you're going to be on your own from here on out. I've done all I can. Did I say MedTech? I mean, Bud Click. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Crimson Path is a dead end. Fuck. Do I need to start swinging this? No, you do fucking not. Calm the fuck down, Sador. We are trapped in a police station that is about to overheat, and only one of us is walking out of here, apparently, so... <laughs> How about you fucking calm down? What he wants to do is he wants to separate us. He wants to play us against each other. You just need to calm down, remember? But we're all trying to help each other. You came to save me. It's the least I can do to try and do the same. There's a knock on the door. And you can hear from the other side of the door. You have a one minute left. Good, we need a minute. Sadoi. Any, any calm that I had managed to assemble just disappears the moment he says that. <laughs> ah! Sadoi, 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 calm down. Think like a tech right now. You know, we, we had to run, so you've got all your shit on you, right? I'm looking around. Is there anything in here <laughs> except us? In the other interrogation room, there was a robot, but in this one, there's not. No, I was thinking about the robot earlier. Have you got anything on you that you can make explode, Sadoi? Uh, duh, uh. Just anything to, I don't know. I got some data chips. Oh, shit. 
Maybe we just give him a faint data chip? Is that? No, that's silly because he'll kill us anyway. I got nothing! Sudoi? Sudoi? I have a laptop. Good for you? Can you do anything with that? I'm not a fucking netrunner! No, no, but you could turn it into explosives? Uh, there's a battery in there, right? Yeah. That's a good point. Ah, look, I'm not in the best state of head. Mind. Brain. No, we get it. We get it. I have a little cocaine, and I know you're trying to go cold turkey, but, like, if ever there was a time... Look, do you need some cocaine? I always need cocaine. <laughs> I'm about to die, so give me the fucking coke. I hand over the last remaining ouch of synth coke that Sadoi had previously given me for safekeeping. You take a giant nostril of that famous white lightning from the Oasis. Your senses perk up. Suddenly things don't seem as bad as they could have been, and you start kind of wildly looking around the room, seeing if you can find anything. I snored it, and now I want to turn the laptop into a bomb. <laughs> so Iso's holding out his laptop. Do you want to roll a basic tech roll, Sadoi? Critical hit. Oh, wow. 25. All right. Woo! Sadoi, you have grabbed the laptop and you are quickly flipping it over. And I've just looked it up. It actually says this is going to take an hour, <laughs> but you know in your panic state that you could probably do it in less. And 15 minutes is where you're estimating it at. Right. So you're flipping it over and ripping off the back and pulling out the battery. You realize in the process of doing this that it's going to make ISO's laptop completely inoperable yeah. without a pretty decent repair job on it. Yeah, makes sense. And also, you are, we, we can't stress this enough, you are very high. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're going to die in a, an overheating police station, you may as well be coked out of your exactly. mind, you know? Yeah. The way God intended. I turn to the others and, uh, can you keep door closed for uh, uh, 15 minutes? Can we? We can try. We can certainly try. The door opens outwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not like you can barricade it or anything. We can pull on it really hard. I can distract him, maybe. How much time do you need? 15? Duh. I'll give you 15. As much time as I can. All right, Reed. Let's do this. It's your fault if we die. Ugh. Just so you know. Yeah, I know. Hey, Reed, I know you don't want me to look at those fucking wounds, but here, at least take this, and I just jab you with an air hypo full of something good. <laughs> Not gonna play a stupid game. And he uh, starts to walk towards the door and pull it open. So Reed, you walk over to the door and begin to push it open. Before you can, the lawyer grabs the door and throws it open and is smoking a cigarette here. 
he blows the smoke kind of towards your face and says, I was expecting to see less of you. This is problem. You haven't decided to all be heroics, have you? No. Not all of us. And he goes to grab them. Okay. You fucker. Round two. Round two. Uh, well, of course this guy was expecting this, so yeah. he's going to get a free shot at your body. I really wish I hadn't spent all my luck. I didn't expect how dire it would get so quickly. <laughs> That's an 18. 24. 16 points of damage. Several of the shots go through your leg and hit the bone right above your knee and shatter it. He drops. How hard does he drop? Um, he's currently minus three. Oh, fuck. Mortally wounded. Fuck. You collapse to the ground and it is to the point where you're almost passing out out of pain. At the beginning of each of your turn, you're going to roll a d10. If you roll under your body, you live and you can take your turn as usual. If you roll a 10, you automatically fail your death save. Each time you roll a death save, the death save penalty increases meaning each future death save you roll is made with an additional plus one, making it progressively harder to stave off death. Well, that is one out of four that is down. Which of you wants to die next? That, uh, that's gonna be real bad for the biometric lock. I point at ISO. <laughs> <laughs> he says biometric lock. You mean it needs biometrics to o- open up? Of all of us. And what type of biometric lock did you end up purchasing? It's a very expensive purchase, so I'm sure you remember the model number and type. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. We got it from a benefactor. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. As the tech, can I roll to come up with an appropriate model number and type for biometric lock? Yes, you can. Let me have you start out with an acting roll and then a basic tech roll. So the acting is going to see how well you're acting. This basic tech is how accurate you are. So I got a minus one on my acting, oh, minus one. but my basic tech oh, is my God. a seven. <laughs> Another critical fail. Two critical fails. Yeah, okay. I'm too busy making explosives. <laughs> Maybe that Coke was a bad idea. No, I was going to say the the thing you shout over your shoulder is that it is secured with a SecureTech 3000. It is uh, secured with a uh, SecureTech uh, uh, 3000? (laughs) SecureTech is not even a kind... You're just making shit up and lying to your lawyer is not good idea. And he (laughs) points the gun at Sedoi and says, What? I guess you will die this time. I lunge at him like I just go to push him trying to take the bullet no not to take the bullet to push him so he misses all right give me a reflex roll oh shit eight not enough he takes a shot at Sedoi's back that's a 20 that hits oh god yeah it does for 18 points of damage ow well okay so it ablates my armor how much does it make through your armor is the question. Seven. The second one is an 18, which still hits for nine points of damage. Which doesn't make it through my armor. 
he takes a couple of shots with a very heavy pistol. Some of it gets through your armor, Sedoy, while you're doing it, and you, ugh, and you see a bit of your blood splatter onto the laptop that you're currently disassembling. What do you do? I abandoned this stupid laptop project and fucking dive for the guy with my sword. Okay, Mavis is diving first, so Mavis, you're trying to tackle him, correct? Yeah. All right, so give me a brawling versus his athletics. Sure thing. Here's a brawl with that minus two, because I'm not doing so hot. That's a ten total. A ten total, huh? Mm -hmm. uh... It's kind of a desperation move. Yeah. Sixteen. Oof. Mavis, you come up and try to grab him and, like, tackle him, and he pulls you away and socks you in the eye with the butt of his pistol. You take one point of damage. Not a lot, but you get whacked in the face. You fucker! I told you to pick one! Why the fuck are you doing this? Just let us go! I told you to pick one, I need this chip, and you are attempting to attack me. I am defending myself. According to the Oasis legal stature 38C, I am allowed to defend myself whenever attacked, even if it is by a client. Okay, so we put you in a room with all of your fucking friends and tell you to pick one of you to live, you fucking freak? Jesus! All right, Andrea, you're lunging for this person, right? Yeah, I'm gonna drop my sword in lunchroom as well, because my melee weapon skill is shit. <laughs> I want to choke him out. All right, go for a brawling against his athletics. All right, my brawling is actually pretty good. Uh, not good enough. 13. Twenty. Oh, fuck this fucking hunk of a lawyer. You lunge towards him and he backs up with his gun pointed at you. He backs up. Well, you all seem pretty hardy. I guess we can do this a much harder way. He points the gun at ISO, walks over like closer towards ISO with the gun pointed. So you seem the most reasonable. Would you like your subscriber count to go to zero permanently? Or would you like to tell me where I can find this chip so I can get out of your hair? This is not how the subscriber system works. It's very difficult to deactivate an account once you're dead. But we can work something out. All right, then come with me. And he points towards the door. Sedoy and, and Mavis are both on the ground, like having just lunged at him. I just spit blood on the floor and go, don't give him fucking anything, asshole. If none of us make it out here alive, you're not getting the chip, though. He says, that's why I'm telling you to come with me. This is the last chance. I want to guarantee that my friends are fine. He presses the pistol up against your head. You're not in position to negotiate. This is last chance. Can I have my turn? Yes. Yeah, I need to take a death save. Yep. Good luck. Okay. That's an eight. Oh, it's above my body. Yeah, I'm dead. I am body seven. I am dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's over your body, so that means you're permanently dead. Ah, oh, shit. So, Reed, as you reach out towards your teammates, with your last gurgled breath, you're able to say something. Oh, God. As the life slips away from his mortal coil. <coughs> Give him hell. 
And with a sigh and a gurgle of breath, he lets out his last breath and goes up to the big zeppelin in the sky. Up next is going to be Mavis. Um, Mavis, one of your patients, your friend Reed, just died right next to you. Even from a distance, your trained eye can tell Reed is not getting back up. This situation is getting much more dire. Charles Atkinson? Yes? You better walk on over here and put a bullet in my head, otherwise I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna fucking kill you. You understand? If that is the way that you would like it to go, come on. Then very well. And he walks up to Mavis. He holds the gun to your forehead. Do you have any last words? Oh, my rat is gonna haunt you so fucking bad. Strange choice, but okay. He executes Mavis. What? He turns to Iso and Sadoi and says, Now, there are only two left. Which of you would you say has more of a desire to live? And he starts reloading his gun. Fucking Iso grabs the SMG he has. I lunge for Iso. (laughs) 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 Iso, you go to grab the SMG and are completely blindsided by Sadoi lunging at you, just grabbing around your throat with her bare hands. I guess I roll evasion? You were caught off guard on this ISO, so yeah, you can roll an evasion, but it's going to be at a minus two. Well, I only rolled 11 for my brawling anyway. Hell yeah, ISO! All right. Live, damn it! Sanoid <laughs> leans over, lunges to your neck, and her hands just sort of slip off your neck as you grab the SMG. Stand up and back over into the corner of the room. And I shoot the lawyer and say, ride or die, bitch. <laughs> All right, you take a shot at the lawyer. Uh, So we'll say it's zero to six. That's a 15. Mm. The lawyer does not dodge, so you have to shoot your ranged combat. Uh, I'm going to use the rest of my luck. That would be three to at least hit once. All right. (laughs) On our auto fire. Okay. 26! Holy shit! Let's go! Roll for damage. Let's fucking go! It hits Mr. Atkinson in the chest several times. This suit is not strong enough to hold up to it, though, and it starts tearing through it. He takes a decent chunk of damage. Ugh, you son of a bitch. I guess we don't need media today. And takes his shot. 24 and an 18. Guess who no longer has armor since like four or five sessions ago. <laughs> Oh, oh no! no. I right, so you don't have any armor at all? No, it was ablated ages ago when I got into a motorcycle accident. <laughs> oh God, that's right. <laughs> Twenty-three points of damage. Oh. Fuck! I guess we don't need media today. <sighs> The lawyer turns Iso into mincemeat. Iso, you collapse to the ground and begin bleeding out, blood dripping into your eyes, and it stings. The lawyer goes over, puts a hand out to Sedoi and says, So, how about we go and find this chip then? Yes, thank you, please. I do not want to get shot. 
Well, don't worry. If you stick with me, we will get you out of here just fine. Uh, I think he hid it in like a bag of slime at some point. <laughs> in a strong chip. I'm so I'm coming. Please don't kill me. He extends a hand. You grab his hand and he helps you stand up and the both of you limp out. Iso, you see your friend walking out the door, and as she does so, you realize the chances of you making it out of this are getting slimmer and slimmer. Can I get you to roll a death save? Oh! Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, that's, that's high. That's a 10. Oh, that's a critical fail. That is an immediate death. Yeah. Iso, you get to say one last thing as Sedoy and this lawyer walk out of the room. What do you say? That wasn't very poggers. <laughs> <laughs> you slump down in the corner and your eyes slowly shut. The lawyer takes Sedoy out of the room and there's no bars in front of the stairs leading upwards. The two of you slowly ascend the stairs, stepping over the puddles of blood that you have left in your wake. The lieutenant gets up in a shock. What happened down there? <laughs> and the lawyer goes, one of them tried to grab my gun. This one is innocent, though. I'm taking her to med tech. Neither Sedoy's tattoos or eyes are glowing. They are black. Ooh. Let me know if you need anything, and as always, happy to help out MedTech. And the two of you walk out of the building. That is the end of season one of Tales from the Oasis. Holy shit. I'm actually crying right now. Oh, no joke. <laughs> I love Mavis so much. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Jen. She couldn't not. She couldn't not. She saw a guy yeah. execute her friend in front of her. Yeah. yeah. We lasted a week. That's, uh, that's in almost... In Cyberpunk, I'm well fucking happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so... And hey, if a, if a character dying makes me cry, that's a successful character, so I'll yeah, fucking take true. it. So yeah. Sidori is yours now, right? Yep. Yep, alright, all yours. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I guess I'll have to record whatever lines you make her say. Sidori <laughs> may or may not show up later on. I'm just very, very proud of the fact that I lived up to my reputation and died first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course you fucking did, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, of course. I fucking said we shouldn't have gone into rescue. Yeah, yeah you were right. Can Sidoy come back, like, as a drug kingpin person with the <laughs> cop I played and the and our like oh God. and our little cop thing because that's what I said his backstory was after he ended that he became a cocaine kingpin. So Doyce had joined him. <laughs> this feels like an amazing uh prequel to the big bad story. <laughs> like, okay. I know. I know. This has been season one of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. And I am getting a little tired of doing that voice. Oh, it's been quite a journey, both in and out of game. 
thank you, Andrea, for playing Sedoy, Martin for playing Iso, Jen for playing Mavis, and Jamie for playing Reed. Thank you also to Starling for making the awesome art that helps us visualize our dystopia, and additional thanks to JD for providing some of the voices that you heard in our side bits and commercials. So, that's season one. And what happens now? Well, that's a good question. And answering it requires a bit of background on me personally and how this show kind of operates. So in case you haven't noticed, we don't do advertisements. We don't have sponsorships and we don't charge for any of our episodes. Our Patreon, despite how much we talk about it, doesn't actually make that much money. We make at time of recording a little under about 70 bucks a month, which is just kind of enough to pay some of like our hosting bills and things like that. Uh, you may remember for the first 10 or so episodes, I did all the editing, scoring and sound effects myself. Eventually I came to terms with the fact that we just wouldn't be able to edit as quickly as we needed to release the episodes. So we hired Paul, who turns out is just phenomenal. has been doing an amazing job editing season one and gone above and beyond anything I could have possibly done. But talent like that doesn't come cheap, and obviously our $70 a month Patreon payouts aren't really coming close to covering his pay. So that's where I come into this whole equation. You know me as the narrator, but besides being roguishly handsome and charismatic, I'm also a talented professional in a very niche tech field that pays pretty well. Uh, depending on your work or whatever hobbies you have, you may have even seen some of the stuff I've worked on in the wild without knowing it. My partner Starling and I lead relatively frugal lifestyles and we calculated that we could afford our lifestyle expenses and keep Paul and Sol, our media manager, paid out in full from my salary if we kept things tight and didn't really put much in savings. And that's how we funded this whole thing so far. I'm so proud of everyone that participated in bringing this show to life and excited to continue growing the Oasis, but unfortunately, even my niche industry is feeling the effects of growing corporate greed and the undervaluing of creators and I haven't been able to find steady employment for a while now. Because of this, our funding for Tales from the Oasis, much like the Sultan Sea on which it is based, has basically dried up. I'd like to say that there will be a season two as soon as I get a new job and assuming that no one snatches up Paul in the meantime, but this show is a lot of work and I can't keep ignoring how expensive it is to maintain as well. I definitely bungled the management for season one for sure, which drove up the bill significantly and created a bunch of delays, but overall, season one ended up costing us about $60,000 to produce, probably a bit more, and committing to funding another season is kind of a lot right now. So, we're on hiatus. Don't worry, nothing's gone wrong, we're all still friends and we've still been playing Cyberpunk Red. In fact, we have hundreds of hours of raw audio for what will hopefully become a future season, but we can't keep up the consistency and quality level that we've established without additional funding. To show your interest and contribute towards a possible season two, we have links on our website to buy merch, become a Patreon subscriber, etc. But also, if you follow the link in this episode, you'll find a hidden page on our website that will let you order a hard copy CD of the entirety of season one from Tales from the Oasis. This hard copy CD comes in a jewel case. It includes original signed art by Starling depicting the season one characters and a digital code to download DRM-free MP3s of the entirety of season one plus some small bonuses for you to listen to, enjoy, and distribute as you wish. We're planning on selling these CDs for $30 a piece, so tell 4,000 of your closest friends about our show, get them to buy the CD, and together we can hashtag save the Oasis. <sighs> and that's it. Well, Chums, it's been fun. I don't know how long it'll take, or even if this transmitter will become active again, but just in case it doesn't, I want you to remember when we first started this project, I knew almost nothing about audio editing, design, scoring, or sound effects. 
Now, several years later, I still don't know that much about that stuff, but it doesn't bother me anymore. Make bad art. I don't mean like AI art, I mean like try and create something yourself without an AI and in a field you're not skilled in. Try using tools and mediums you're unfamiliar with. The first cuts of Tales from the Oasis were bad, like capital B-A-D. They were absolutely atrocious, full of errors and bad clipping, and it wasn't until I'd actually finished them that I was able to really see where I needed to improve. So, it's my advice to you. Try something new. Make some bad art, have fun with it, you might surprise yourself. And, you know, if you don't like it, you don't ever actually have to show anyone. <clears throat> this is Artemis, and it's been an honor to be your narrator. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now, uh, I'm gonna go take a nap.